So hi everyone, welcome to this week's Motivation Assist podcast and this week's episode, um, Jody's going to talk about a very hot topic, um, giving up smoking and the effect that um, it can have on, on weight um, and on our bodies. Um, and we do find, Jody, a lot of the clients, um, I know you, you've come across them too in, on the program, um, do find that as soon as they give up smoking, then the weight just piles up. So um, you're going to bring us through the whys and scientific side of it. That's it. So mm. unfortunately, well, we'll start on a positive note. Mm. I believe now in Ireland, there are more quitters than we still have smokers. So we are getting somewhere. But unfortunately, tobacco use continues to be a major public health problem for us mm. here, especially mm-hmm. in Ireland, yeah. and is one of the leading preventable causes of death. But what comes with quitting often is weight gain. And that is scientifically proven that when you do stop smoking, a lot of the time we do see a gain of weight that comes alongside. So a minority of smokers will gain an excess weight that will also increase their risk of diabetes onset, which is something we really want to focus on especially here where we have so many people coming to us even if they don't smoke who are at risk of developing type 2 diabetes or may already be displaying signs of the disease. So both obesity and smoking increase your risk of type 2 diabetes, hypertension, cardiac disease and they're both preventable and something that we work on a lot here and we thought would be an interesting topic for a podcast today. Mm-hmm. And it is, Jodie, um, it, it is a habit, wouldn't it you is, say? Yeah. It's, it's very much um, a habit that people can get into. And certainly um, on the program, the same way we're saying on the motivation program that it is all about comfort. We, we've talked about that before, comfort um, and oral comfort stemming from childhood. Um, so that comfort is can be the cigarette or the, the glass of wine, which again, we'll do and talk about in another podcast. Yeah, um, or the food, absolutely. Or the food. So, yeah. um, and it's interesting because, you know, from a psychological um, aspect of the program, Program, it has been proven that it takes between uh, only between four and 21 days, um, believe it or not, that's all, to um, get rid of a habit, to, to make the changes. Um, so, you know, a lot of, of um, the audios that we have are 21 day programs to help with that. So that's good news, I think, for smokers that, you know, it only takes only between exactly. four and 21 days. So and that's reassuring difficult for those 21 days especially especially if you're trying to target a weight loss as well as trying to give up smoking it can be overwhelming but we have programs specifically designed to help people in that aspect Mm -hmm. so so the research has shown that while the majority of people who quit smoking do gain weight there is a considerable variability in the amount of weight gain we see and unfortunately for people who have a higher BMI so that would mean that they are overweight at the time they go to stop smoking they tend to gain in excess of what the average person would gain who is a normal weight to begin with when they go about quitting smoking Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that's where a weight loss program can tie in really nicely with trying to quit the habit at the same time and we see weight gain associated with quitting tobacco largely due to an increased energy intake and a reduced energy expenditure 
and we see smokers gain weight after they quit smoking primarily because of the removal of nicotine's effect on the central nervous system. So there's lots of different things that come into effect there. Mm, Interesting. Another interesting thing that I think really ties into our program and the psychological side of what we do here at Motivation is some smokers also attempt to cope with the nicotine withdrawal by substituting eating for the hand-to-mouth behaviour of smoking. And that can lead to an increased calorie intake if you're suddenly replacing bringing the cigarette to your mouth with perhaps bringing a biscuit or a snack to the mouth. Maybe you're used to going for a cigarette on your 11 o'clock break in work and suddenly you're swapping that for a latte and a muffin, which can Mm -hmm. add easily Mm -hmm. six, 700 calories into your diet that people don't necessarily always pick up on. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because when you're talking about that, Jodie, the first thing I think of is food reward, um, which would come up on the the mental weight questionnaire and reports that our clients would get. Um, And the food reward is interesting or or reward with cigarettes, again, oral reward. Um, It comes again from childhood and and programming. So, you know, if we think about, I don't know, Jodie, if you heard it, but certainly I would have, you know, if you're a good girl and and you you finish your your dinner, um, you you know, you can have your dessert then or you were given sweets, you know, when if you're good girl I'll get you an ice cream um so it's it's interesting the the physiological side and and that you're talking about the scientific side and from a behavioral side um this is what we would look at on the program why the person's putting that cigarette in their mouth so is it a, a case of reward for example is it the end of the day and you know you're going home and you feel oh thank god you know I deserve you hearing that um you know I'll have a cigarette that it's it's my little treat to myself. Um, I know I see smokers often, um, you know, outside on break time or whatever. And to them, psychologically, that can be, you know, oh, my, my little time to myself, my, my reward. Um, and also another thing that, that can cause that we look at on the program from a psychological point of view is stress. Um, and stress is is such a huge part um, in people's lives nowadays that um Smoking, unfortunately, I think um, people see it as a way to de-stress. Yeah. Um, so again, they're having that cigarette, whereas I think I understand and, and my understanding is that it, it does the exact opposite. Um, so it, it's, yes, yeah, it's, it's something, as you said there, that that is a huge part of the program. Let's look at why people are putting the cigarette in their mouth in the first place. So the same as it's oral comfort, the same as food and drink. But with that cigarette, is it a case that they're using it? They're seeing it as something nice to do. Um, and again, we need to change the help change the conditioning there. Um, is it reward? Is it because they're stressed? Um, and um, we're going to talk down the road a little bit more to get more into the psychological side about what is causing that emotion of stress or whatever um yeah so that's something we can do yeah it's interesting that you talk about stress because obviously we see so many people who eat when they're stressed as well there's two types Mm -hmm, of stressors mm -hmm, absolutely i would be one where if i'm very anxious or stressed the Mm -hmm. last thing i want is food i can't Mm -hmm. eat of it not in my stomach Mm -hmm. but then there are people who, when they are stressed, straight away turn to food. Yeah, and the same is right. seen with smoking. Yeah. But interesting, sugar comes into that in a big way as well. And we see a lot of studies have shown that people who quit smoking suddenly 
tend to develop this new sweet tooth that they might not have had before. Mm -hmm. And over time, you might not be having necessarily a greater increase in calories or food volume, but the more sugar you're introducing into the diet, the more weight we'll see start to pile on. And similarly, we see people with low satiety, so low satisfaction, feeling hungry all the time. If you're on a high sugar diet and you're getting spikes and falls in your blood sugar levels, we see people reaching for sugary snacks to fill that void, emotional eating, calorie misperception and short sleep patterns also contribute to post-smoking cessation weight gain. So these are all things that we help even if you weren't quitting smoking, these are all things that we look at on our program and we address your motivation. Another thing I find really interesting with a lot of our clients is we see people come in who have these addictive personalities. So Mm -hmm. someone who is addicted to smoking, if you suddenly take that away and remove it from the equation, what often fills its place is a food addiction. And there are many studies that have shown that the relationship between nicotine addiction and the neural reward mechanisms involved can mirror similar pathways involved in eating addiction and behavior. So similarly, food deprivation can reduce extracellular dopamine levels, reducing positive mood and increasing a drive to reach for a cigarette and to use nicotine. Mm -hmm. So while 80 to 90 percent of smokers will unfortunately gain weight after quitting without a weight management intervention, there's a lot of positive evidence that does suggest that when you combine a weight management intervention with stopping smoking, it does drastically improve these numbers and help really get a handle on the weight gain and stop it kicking in and taking hold. And the theory behind this line of research is really that excessive worry about weight gain and body image can have an interference with somebody's effort and commitment to quit smoking. So, yeah, I'd absolutely agree with you, Jody. And I think that from what you're saying, it only stresses the importance of um, combining the cognitive behaviour therapy side of our programme and the psychological side, um, along with, you know, the diet, but particularly the cognitive aspect of our programme to prevent weight gain. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it's, it's, it's hugely important. They really do go hand yeah. in hand. Yeah. So thanks again, Jody, and uh, thank you listeners um, for listening to this week's Motivation Assist podcast. And do please stay tuned for next week's episode.